This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Fuck, I forgot we were doing this. My bad. <laughs> oh, shit. What's up, guys? Oh, welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Tuesday, which also means it is indeed a primary election, as uh, producer Warlord is pointing out. I guess I guess Warlord is excited for election coverage tonight. We are going to get the rundown. I believe I picked a piece by PBS. PBS is going to tell us what to look for in tonight's races. Then I've got the New York Times live coverage, of course. Uh, the reason why, Warlord, you might have noticed, because I noticed you commenting before I was actually live, you might have, you might have noticed I was, a, a, I wasn't late coming on, but I was late starting the countdown video, usually the countdown video starts at 5 till, but like I just, you know, I scrubbed ahead in the, the count, no, I wasn't, I wasn't late, I was, I said welcome to the Troll Patrol at 8 fucking o'clock, dude, you know. But like I was, I was a little late starting the countdown video. Self cancel indeed. Well, the reason why is if you'll notice down in the bottom right hand corner. I'm sorry, Sky Comet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to tell. Like there's an error. Ten sixteen down in the corner. When I opened OBS, I'm like, error ten sixteen. What the fuck is that? What what and like I had no clue. So we've got some new shit going on tonight. I would like to to welcome anybody that might be watching on Odyssey. We are live on Odyssey now. All my content has been going on Odyssey all along. But you would get the you would get the uh, replay of the Troll Patrol in the middle of the night on Odyssey. Not anymore. You are watching it live right now. Unfortunately, I don't believe Odyssey can comment. Uh, if you if you if you uh, are watching on Odyssey right now, please comment for us. See if Restream takes care of it. I don't think it does, but we are live on Odyssey. We're also live on the Justin Freakin' Facebook page. That has not been a thing. Uh, uh, we we had been broadcasting from like my personal page, and I just shared it to my artist page. We are now on. The Justin Freakin' Facebook page, because Facebook is a lot kinder to you if you are native to their platform. So, live from the Justin Freakin' Facebook page, live from Odyssey. So, I I thought maybe the error 1016 had something to do with that. So, I'm like, well, fuck, what did I fuck up? I thought maybe it had something to do with the shit that Warlord and I were, were testing out yesterday, where you can redeem the weed and you can... You can redeem the uh, uh, no cursing and everything. So the the error code is actually is a wireless connection time timeout. But like, where's that coming from? What 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 the fuck is the timeout I'm experiencing? Everything works right. So I had to go down one by one and you know mute each source until I figured out exactly what it was. It's Discord. Usually there's a little bar down at the bottom that says online on Discord. And it has that jumble of letters that you can use to get to my server. I'm sure it's easier just to get into the 
comments and shit. But like that little online bar, I like the online bar that has like my little troll head. I dug that. I thought that was a, I thought that was a neat little thing. Yeah, the, this stream is now sponsored by Error Ten Sixteen. So that that is the thing that is it's, it's not causing us any issues. I now I did not check and see if like everything else with Discord is working. So. Ooh, it's error 1016 all the way around with Discord. I don't know if I need to disconnect the Discord. <laughs> well, Discord chat's working, but that's a that's a different that's a different system. Also, um Apparent no, it's I, I don't think it's Discord. I think it's my I think it's my shit in OBS because that, that's a special like it's a third party app I have to go through and I'll probably have to go and reset the third like it's probably signed me out of that app or some shit. I've been signed into it for like a year uninterrupted. And now it signed me out. That's that would be the the thing. Well, I didn't know Warlord. It was like. We were already past time for me to start the countdown before I even realized it was Discord that wasn't working. Suck my dick, motherfucker. You live in sexual anarchy. Suck my dick. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, the error's not gone. Oh, it's going to be on every single screen. Well, the error was gone. Because I turned it off, because I know where it is. It's the di- it's the Discord, but because it's going to be on every different screen, every time I hit a new uh, uh, on-screen graphic, it's going to be on there. Hey Justin, are you trolling? <laughs> oh shit! There's just there's just nothing I can do about it. Every time I hit a new on-screen graphic, <laughs> it's going to be on there. It's the error 216 episode <laughs> of the Troll Patrol live. What's up, Toast? Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I might have I might have missed people that snuck in. Sky Comet, I love your face. I'm so glad you're here. RB, I did not say hey to RB. I love you, RB. Weed indeed. I'm getting ready to pack this bong. We're going to light it up here in a second. Warlord, I love your face too. And hey, hey, you know, if you got a nice dick, I might suck it. Who knows? Who knows? Because that's just the kind of person I am. You live in sexual anarchy? I do. I do. 16 tones. Good evening. I've lost my ashtray. Nope, there it is. Today's, Today's meme of the day is crying incel man saying that he lost his girlfriend because he followed Andrew Tate's advice and Giga Chad over here saying that's a great reason. <laughs> it's unfortunately it's just a retread of the Jordy Pete meme I used a couple of weeks ago, but like same. Same. Is this is this oh oh we've got a mainer. Well you should have handed it to me. So I could show him to everybody. He, he's upset. She's painting in there, and he likes to go in there and fuck with the paint. 
You gonna fuck with the paint, buddy? He's like, oh, she won't let me fuck with the paint. That's not a bad idea, Sky Comet. You tell those mods. War technically, Warlords is the snake emoji. Or emote. I guess it's an emote on Twitch. What's the difference between an emote and emoji? Can somebody tell me that? I work in this goddamn business. And I don't even know. What's the difference between an emote and emoji? Is that is that your coming into the stream? Praise now. Go fuck yourself. Everybody go fuck yourself. Everybody go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, I really need to stop. Uh, I really need to stop. Stop singing on stream. <laughs> oh. oh. Not even my favorite Wang Chung song. <laughs> I actually really like Wang Chung. <laughs> yeah, Toads is usually the the Pride Wave. Unless unless Toads is on uh YouTube at first. I crack myself up? Yes, I do. <laughs> Uh, what's better? You can't tell me that my my little ditty about everybody go fuck themselves wasn't ten times better than Biden farts doot do doot 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 do. I've had dumb fucks on my YouTube today coming and telling me <laughs> coming and telling me it's a brilliant song. Oh, I do, I, uh, last night I was on a roll with my thumbnails for the clips, guys. The, the Biden farts one. I put Steven Crowder's finger in the cartoon Biden butt. That. <laughs> oh. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Uh, what, what, what about, what about, what about, do you remember we had the MMA fighter that was talking shit about Jimmy Kimmel, calling him a pedophile? Oh, here's Jimmy Kimmel getting hit in the head by him. Getting kicked in the head. Now, I did, uh, I noticed that when I was quick selecting, I, 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 like, I, there's a pizza slice missing from the dude's leg. I didn't care enough to go back and do it. Jimmy Kimmel getting hit in the head. Uh, this is, this is probably not my best work. This is a cheap shot, but I made his face really fucking orange. <laughs> like I went to town with the saturation and the curves. Like I told, I totally made his face fucking orange. Also, I'm still, I am... Uh, I'm a fan of this political commentator. I don't think he should have been fired. I want to start a petition to get him back on the TV. I hope somebody snatches him up. Because he, he certainly should not have been fired. It looks natural. <laughs> oh, shit. And then, this is my favorite. This is my favorite of the night that I made. And I spent way too much time on it. But I feel I feel like it was worth it. 
I putting Ben Shapiro's head on on whoever that She Hulk is carrying in this in this scene. But now, now that I'm looking at the JPEG I made, like I've noticed that it lost a lot of detail here, and that my, my whole blend job like didn't even matter. It just it lost a lot of detail, and my blend job did not. I spent a lot of time blending it to where it actually looked like it was Ben Shapiro's head. However, there was one thing that was bothering me: is the fact that it's too buff for Ben Shapiro. Don't think that I didn't I didn't contemplate coming up with ways to make the body way smaller. <laughs> but in farts, do, 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 do. fucking I can't believe people are actually into that. And also the 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 video about the MMA fighter that is my most viewed video of the clips from last night. I think it just broke a hundred. So, uh, it's been a lot of right-wing incels telling me that, uh, well, it's the truth! It's the truth! Well, you got a problem with the truth? You like pedophiles? It's the truth. Somebody telling me I had TDS, I'm like, you realize Trump was accused of molesting a child with Jeffrey Epstein, correct? You think I have TDS? I got a socks here next to me. Somebody want to redeem show a cat and I'll show you a socks? Go ahead. Go for it. Try me. Make my day. Cicero! Good evening! Biden hairy legs? Did you share a... Did you share... Oh, motherfucker! Motherfucker! Fuck you! Fuck you! (laughs) Who did that? That's the only thing I don't like about the alerts. It doesn't tell me who did it. Warlord, I should have known. How do you have... I had Warlord testing these out. I had Warlord testing... How do you have fucking channel points left? God damn it. Oh... The no profanity counter has started. Allow me to... He has one million points. I tried to make this so outrageous that you're not going to be able to redeem it all the time, but apparently Warlord can just do it anytime he wants. Let me let me look. I, it might get me copyright, Scott Coleman. I, I, I don't want to lose my 14 cents. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't play this. I'll check it out later, though. I will definitely check it out. I'm lucky I've played the I played the Alex Jones clips. The uh, I'm angry. I have enough of these people. And then the uh. I will eat your ass. I also I get away with that, right? That doesn't reset the counter. Oh, you know how to refund points. Warlord over here refunding points. 
Oh, reset. No, no, we have ruled in the past that ass is okay. Let me get the consensus from the chat. Is ass a a profanity or not? It is not. It is not in the. It is not in the seven uh, words. It is used in the Bible. I think the chat. I think the chat has ruled on it multiple times, and I'm okay with ass. Yes. Why would eating ass reset the counter? Yes, ass is not a profanity. I'm good with that. Where is my... Okay, there it is. Been one of those... And apparently, <laughs> I smell like... Uh, oh, Snick says it is. Well, God damn it. So, like, different, different, different... People on different nights decide different things about what is and isn't a profanity, apparently. So, so tonight I gotta say butts. Tonight I gotta say butts. It would seem, now I've had to go outside and grab a cat twice today. And apparently, I smell like cat juice. You know, when cats get like... Cat was outside fighting with another cat. So, uh, uh, like, I kept smelling something. And apparently, like, I'm just covering it. Because I had the cat, like, I, w- I was holding the kitty to bring it back in. And I believe the cat sprayed me or got some ass juices on me or something. So, apparently, I stink. Now, you guys can't smell that. But the housemate has been, uh, I did, I washed my hands, but it's on, it, like, it seems like it's on my shirt. And the housemate was like, would you please come in here and use some, some, uh, dish liquid, change your clothes. I'm like, just let me do the show and then I'll, I'll take a shower and that will be way easier and I'll just put clean clothes on. Well, yeah, but like I'm in, like nobody smells me right now. I'm in here by myself. Not as long as I'm batting. Not high enough for this shit. God damn it! That wasn't your guys' fault. You didn't goad me into that. I did that one on my own. Oh, oh, uh, crap, crappy, crap, crap, crappy. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's go over what we're going to talk about on the news tonight. It is primary day in New York, Florida. And, uh, Warlord, I think you said Oklahoma. I think there might be a referendum in Oklahoma. I believe we already had Oklahoma's primary day. But it did seem like there was something going, there was a referendum somewhere else. So we'll get into that. We're going to get the preview from PBS, and then we're going to get the live results. Uh, polls probably have already closed in New York and Florida, so results may already be coming in. I may be I may be dropping the ball as a newsman who is live right now at 820 on the East Coast, and I might be dropping the ball. Returns are already coming in on a primary day, but it can fucking wait. God damn it. I did it again. I was doing such a good job. 
Yeah, see, Warlord says Florida already got results. But we're going to talk about a couple things before we get to election results. The charges have been dropped against the cops that shot uh, Richard Brooks. We're going to hear from the family. That one is sad, but I've also got several other criminal justice stories that are kind of uplifting. Such as one of the cops in the Breonna Taylor case has pled guilty as of today. Uh, let's see. Men were convicted in the plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, a former Alabama uh, representative and high-profile political activist for the Republican Party in Alabama, arrested on sex abuse charges. A former Speaker of the House in the state of Tennessee indicted. Meanwhile, the Attorney General of North Carolina may be indicted as a grand jury weighs charges. So all kinds of shit going, God damn it. So all kinds of happenings in our legal system, including the latest uh, with former President Donald Trump and his legal battles. Oh, also, because I don't want to be accused of being a partisan hack, uh, we're going to talk about Paul Pelosi and his DUI. Apparently, he has pled guilty. We're going to listen to an ex-FBI official talk about the search of Mar-a-Lago. Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, appeared on Fox and Friends and apparently got a little squeamish. Plus, I believe this is a PragerU video. We're going to get a man-on-the-street style segment where Gen Z fails to answer the easiest questions. Plus, your animal video for today, I have dinosaur tracks. Thanks to a severe drought, some dinosaur tracks have been revealed. All that and more tonight on the Troll Patrol Live. What questions do you want? Well, that's the light, that's the light-hearted segment at the end, Warlord. You'll you'll be in bed by then. Old man Warlord can't stay up late for this show. That's not that's not true. Warlord is staying up <laughs> late for this show. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, I understand, Tones. I understand. I grapple with the idea of giving these these people more views. But just, I mean, just know they're not tracking me. They're not selling my data. Other than the actual view on the click. Other than, other than seeing the view go up, there is absolutely nothing they get from me. There's no advertising. There's no cookies. There's no nothing. Nothing. So, at least not the good kind of cookies. Maybe they, maybe, or, you know, 
Maybe maybe we get some chocolate chip cookies in here, or some some white white chocolate macadamia nut, or some. I don't know. I just trailed off there. I I I said cookies, and then I started thinking about cookies. Maybe a stoner is not the right guy to deliver the news. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's not what needs to happen. Starting off tonight. Content warning. This was a shooting that happened. I believe this was the, yeah, it was the summer of 2020. Uh, the thing that you will remember about this that took place in a Wendy's part. I believe it was a Wendy's. It was a fast food parking lot. I believe it was a Wendy's. That Wendy's got burnt down after the shooting of Rashad Brooks. Unfortunately, charges that were pending against the officers have now been dropped. The facts are the facts. I do not think this shooting was racially motivated. Charges dropped against two Atlanta police officers in the deadly shooting of Rayshard Brooks. Black lives do matter. This isn't one of those cases. Oh, this isn't one of those cases, no, where we just, we shot somebody that was running away in the back. No, that's not one of those cases. People protesting and pushing for police accountability. These shootings are the tip of the iceberg. You have to be fair to officers and you have to be fair. Really getting some buffering issues with 11 Alive out of Atlanta. A zero tier to the... I've not... I've never seen that, Cicero. That's wild. To citizens. Tonight, we have live team coverage on the controversial decision and the community's reaction. I, I don't know if it's going to work for us. It might keep buffering. Two years have gone by since Rayshard Books was shot and killed by Atlanta police in a Wendy's parking lot. So special prosecutor uh, Pete uh, Scandalakis determined it was reasonable for the officers to use the uh, Pigs getting off, unfortunately. Rosman faced a number of charges, including murder for Rolf, since he fired that deadly shot. But once again, all the charges have been dropped. We have team coverage for you tonight. Joe Ripley is in South Atlanta with reaction from the... Happened. And Doug Richards is looking at how this case has changed policing in Atlanta. But we begin this evening with Joe Hinkey breaking down why the special prosecutor is making this decision. Well, Jennifer, we're here at the office of the special prosecutor, Pete Scandalakis. It was here at his office today that Scandalakis, along with former Gwinnett County District... Okay, I'm sorry that I, I turned on the uh, subtitles on the on the news channel's website and they are so small they are so small but if you guys want subtitles i actually do have a program running in obs that subtitles everything so just turn on subtitles in twitch and you are good to go district attorney danny porter who helped with this investigation broke down the evidence and the video frame by frame and detailed the decision to drop the charges brosnan and rolf committed no crimes both acted as reasonable officers would under the facts and circumstances no, they didn't. of the events of that night. Pete Scandalakis this afternoon Both announcing he found as Atlanta police officers Garrett Rolfe and Devin Brosnan attempted to restrain and arrest Rayshard Brooks for a suspected DUI in June of 2020. They were within their rights under Georgia law to shoot him in the back. Policy to use deadly force. What did the officer know at that time, at that moment, at that split second? 
we here in this room have plenty of time to decide what we're going to do next. We don't have plenty of time to decide what we're going to do if one of us decides to go out. I hate it when they speak like that. Basically what you're saying is, is they get to execute somebody on, on, on the off chance that they might commit a crime. That's, that's wrong. Where are the cancel culture warriors on this one? After the other. Scandalakis says himself, retired prosecutor Danny Porter and a team of experts reviewed all of the evidence in the case and found the officers had no way of knowing when they attempted to arrest Brooks within seconds he would attack and overpower them, take one of their tasers, fire the taser, attempt to escape and continue to fire the taser at Rolf as he pursued Brooks. Porter says Rolf was allowed to use deadly force for several reasons, including because deadly force was being used toward him. Under case law in Georgia, which is... Wait! A taser can be considered a deadly weapon. Uh, for these purposes. Scandalakis today said Rolf fired his gun 1.1 seconds after Brooks fired the taser toward Rolf as he attempted to run away. Rolf then fired three shots in just over half a second. A frame-by-frame -frame review of all video and evidence led to the decision to drop the charges against the officers. Back in 2020, then Fulton County District Attorney Paul Howard charged the officers within five days of the shooting, a decision Scandalakis disagrees with after an in-depth review of the case. Some of the things that were reported are no, no, no. Ted, uh, a taser is not deadly if employed by a cop. But if somebody else has a taser, it's totally a deadly weapon. And a cop can shoot you for it. You guys, you guys heard it. Earlier came out when we really analyzed it. Um, just weren't there. Scandalakis and Porter spent about an hour and a half going through all the evidence and answering questions this afternoon. I asked Scandalakis what happens next for those charges against Rolf and Brosnan. He tells me he will now formally file a court filing in Fulton County that should then drop the charges and effectively end his handling of this case. I don't, I don't understand, like... Wait up. This isn't how this works. This isn't how this works. Special Prosecutor Pete Scandalakis, which is quite the name, he determined it was reasonable to use deadly force. That's not how that works. Scandalakis, what you are supposed to do is present this evidence to what is called a grand jury. And they make that decision. Yes, sir, this is Georgia. <laughs> Let's listen to the family's reaction on this. That might be the video that uh, auto-played there, but I'm going to go ahead. I had the link already. As we know, the shooting of Rayshard Brooks led to a lot of nights of protests across the city of Atlanta, but also a number of unlawful acts in the days following his death. One of those nights led to the death of eight-year-old Sequoia Turner, and Caitlin Ross reports her family is still struggling with the fallout of Oh, this is... Exactly. Sequoia's family... My apologies. While this is still an interesting uh, angle, um, I thought we were going to hear from... Uh, Richard Brooks's family. Um, so apparently we're hearing from the family of a child that was killed days later in an unrelated incident. Fair enough. Family wants her remembered for who she was. Oh, I did make it through the profanity countdown. Yay! Who was completely innocent in all of this. 
but they know her case will forever be tied to Rayshard Brooks and the protests that followed his death. Sequoia's family told their attorney they had no idea the special prosecutor investigating Brooks' death was going to make this announcement today and watch the news conference at the same time as everyone else. They're still focused on finding justice for their daughter. Two men have been charged in her death, Julian Conley for her murder and Jerry and McKinney on related charges. And her family has filed a civil lawsuit against the... Fucking A, sitting cow wants extra fucking profanity. So fuck, fuckity, fuck, 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 fucking extra profanity, goddamn motherfucking bitches. And remove the barricades. As a pimping goddamn fucking hat he had on. Both Sequoia's mother and father. And they're having a difficult time. And what adds to the difficulty is the role that the city of Atlanta and the city of Atlanta Let me take a fucking hit because I'm not high enough for this goddamn bullshit. I find it unbelievable that the city would stand down when lawless elements had taken over a part of the city. Harold Spence says Sequoia's family is still deep in their grief over the loss of their daughter and still hoping justice will be served. Her father made a point to thank everybody. Okay, so this happened when the cops were standing down and not actually doing their jobs because they were being little bitches because people were protesting the police. So I understand the families uh, being upset about that. Uh, Sky Comet, did I, I might not have mentioned it the other day. I think it happened uh, on Friday. Yeah, I think we might have talked about it on the Freak Show. I think, uh, I think that, uh, I played Steven Crowder being upset about it for Producer Dave. Uh, he got banned from YouTube, right? They don't have the balls to perma-ban him. They don't have the balls to perma-ban him. All right, so from a case that's going to piss you off to uh, finally some justice being served in a case that we have waited so long, so long for justice. This is just the first of several cops ready to receive receive their comeuppance. An ex-detective admits to misleading a judge who approved the Breonna Taylor raid. Kelly Goodlett. The former detective pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy. She is the first officer to be convicted in the fatal police operation. A former police detective admitted on Tuesday that she helped mislead a judge into wrongly authorizing a raid of Breonna Taylor's apartment in Louisville, Kentucky, setting in motion the nighttime operation in which the police fatally shot Miss Taylor. The former detective, Kelly Goodlett, pleaded guilty in federal court to one count of conspiracy, admitting that she had worked with another officer to falsify a search warrant application and had later lied to cover up their act. In pleading guilty, Miss Goodlett became the first police officer to be convicted over the March 2020 raid, during which the police were searching for evidence of drug dealing by Miss Taylor's former boyfriend. Inside a courtroom in downtown Louisville, Ms. Goodlett, 35, admitted that she had known there was not enough evidence to support approving the warrant, but had nonetheless failed to object when a fellow detective falsely wrote that the police knew Mr. Glover was receiving packages at Ms. Taylor's home. There are still people that believe that bullshit to this day. Never believe the cops. The cops always lie. Miss Taylor's mother, Tamika Palmer, sat in the courtroom during the plea and wiped away tears while a woman beside her held her arm. As part of the plea deal, Miss Goodlett will remain free on bond. 
until she is sentenced. The maximum prison term for the crime to which she pleaded guilty is five years. She's probably not going to get five years. She's maybe like 18 months or something like that, a year and a half. She might see eight months of that, unfortunately. A-cab, A-cab indeed, media winch. You beautiful, beautiful winch. Welcome. What do you think about that? We've got, I got new trolls. You've got two different trolls to choose from now. I want to add more trolls. I want to add, I want to have like different hairs. So I, something, I guess the hate rate or something prevented me from being able, you have to have instant emote approval in order to add follower emotes. So I can't give you guys different follower emotes. I was going to give you different troll heads. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like I can do that. It's, it's weird. I don't, I don't know what happened because you have to be, like, no strikes against you to be able to do the instant upload. And I guess, like, the hate raid when I got taken down counted against me. I'm going to contact support and see if I can get that fixed. Because also, like, I'm still waiting for the, the Donald Trump emote to be approved, apparently. You guys are supposed to have a dancing Donald Trump emote. And it has still not been approved. That sucks. That sucks. Warlord's seen it. It's cool, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know why it's taking them forever to approve it. I think I told you guys yesterday that I wasn't going to tell you what it was. But I also expect you to be able to use it tonight. Weird. I guess now that I've told you what it is, show it to you, I guess. Trumpy dance. Now, when you're going to be able to use it? I don't know. Wait, what? You can't use... Political phrases, symbols, and figures? Really? What? I was not aware. That's a dancing emote. That has nothing to do with politics. Oh, that's probably why my Charlie Kirk emote isn't being improved either. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's the Charlie Kirk emote was like sexual anarchy. I'm sorry, guys. Well, shit. We'll go back to the drawing board. We'll get you a different animated emote. All right. Are you ready for some election coverage? It's a Tuesday in America, which means it's a primary, at least in a couple states. Let me, let me, my my corner graphics up here. This background. Time to get my sad. What did something happen in the in the 
in the races? Did did Dr. Oz already lose? Did Dr. Oz drop out? Is that why you're sad? He's like, fuck, there's no way I'm beating Fetterman. I drop out. Is that why you're upset, Warlord? There'd be no Oz for you. Ooh, I could just put a troll head on Dancing Trump. Sitting cow. Great idea. Fantastic. Well, voters have been heading to the polls today in Florida, New York, and Oklahoma. Congressional correspondent Lisa Desjardins. Oh, my God. Are you telling me, Charlie? You're telling me Charlie Crist beat Nikki Freed. She was coming on strong. I was really hoping for Nikki Freed to pull it out. She's the ag secretary in Florida. By far the more progressive candidate. Charlie Crist used to be a Republican He died? Oh, he did. D-id. He did. Did he die or did he beat her? Which happened, Warlord? We'll get that here to... God damn it. God damn it. And this is the, this is the piece that previews the election. But now we're going we're gonna to have to go to the election results. Because Warlord got us all discombobulated over here. We're going to go to New York Times. We're going to go to the election results. Uh, they have declared Charlie Chris the winner. Handily defeated Nikki Freed. God damn it. 92% reported. Gates wins his primary. Uh, Uh, Max Frost, probably the one to go with in this race. And it looks like he's going to win. Damn, this is going to be an unviltful night. <sighs> this is just in Florida. I don't know if we've got results in New York yet. Yeah, New York's going to be a little bit slower. So, Chris wins, is going to take on Ron DeSantis in the fall. Maybe, maybe a four. Wasn't Charlie Chris the governor of Florida at one point in time? He held office. Was he a senator? Yeah, he was, he was governor from 2007 to 2011. So the man's been governor once before. Pretty sure that was as a Republican. Like he switched since then. Yep. No, he switched while in office. Damn. <laughs> oh, he, oh, well, he officially joined the Democratic Party in 2012. Got defeated by Rick Scott by a margin of 1% after switching Democrat. What an interesting story. Laura Loomer was running for... There was no way Laura Loomer was going to win anything. (laughs) 
surely. Like, she's too crazy even for the crazies, right? All right, let's go back to the primary preview now that we've, we've, we've been disgusted by Charlie Crist. Here with more on the races that may have the biggest impact in Washington. Lisa, good to see you. Good to see you. So let's talk about these. There could be some incumbents <clears throat> in trouble tonight, right? Tell us about those races and what we should understand about those. You mentioned a couple of these earlier. The real thing going on here in large part is redistricting, especially in New York State. In New York, the, district, yeah. the maps governing congressional elections were drawn Later, by... Later, Jeremy Freakin. I love these names. Now, what's happened there, that marquee race you talked about, let's look at it. Two members of hey, the hey, Democratic Party. So my, my two best friends in high school were Jason and Jesse. So those are, those are my best friends. And then, like, my, my, my girlfriend right out of high school was Jessica. So we were running around as a, a posse, Justin, Jason, Jesse, Jessica. That happened. Party who are chairman, both of them, Jerry Nadler, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Carolyn Maloney, chairman, chairwoman of the Oversight Committee. This is incredibly unusual. They also are both of them in the top 20 most senior members of the House. Um, and they are facing also a, a third opponent that's worth noting, Suraj Patel, a progressive. So all Yeah, of I would rather Patel win, but I guess it's not going to come to any. Like, probably Nadler is going to win, I closely. think. They're not the only incumbents that we're watching tonight. Also in New York you got that one, Warlord. Star in the you taking Maloney or Nadler? Or I mean, he was redistricted in a way that made him decide to move one hour away from where he currently lived to try and face a new opponent in a very crowded race, rather than face the man in the middle, Sean Patrick Maloney, who himself is the leader of Democrats' efforts na- nationwide congressionally. He faces a progressive challenger. Well, the, the other, the other congressional race with Nadler—that's Carolyn Maloney, right? Yeah, Carolyn Maloney. I was fucked. I was like, did I get the name wrong? ...of the Oversight Committee. This is incredible. ...in the ta- Tampa area, area from tonight. Then in Florida, we see the congresswoman there on the right. Um, that is Sheila Scherfelis McCormick. She faces a rematch with her special election opponent. She won that special election just by five votes. And that is a very... Um, fraught, difficult race that she faces. Republicans also, there are a couple of incumbents that we're watching tonight. Mm-hmm. Matt Gates, uh, some of our viewers may be familiar with that name. Trump Apparently he's already won. Legal troubles and also reportedly under investigation. He or someone we're watching tonight. And Dan Webster there on the right for different reasons. He has uh, an opponent in the ta- Tampa era area from the right side, the Trump side of the party. We're watching them. So that's one Republican race there. But broadly speaking, when you look yeah. at Republicans, are there other particular races or particular candidates that, that stand out for them tonight? This theme of people who call themselves disruptors, um, who uh, their opponents would say could be dangerous because they are election deniers, um, is something we're watching tonight as well. I want to point out a couple of candidates tonight we're watching. Anthony Sabatini is the first one. He's the man there on... More Loomer, there you go. ...calling for defunding of the FBI. He's in a Florida race that could be close tonight. Laura Loomer there on the right, a very outspoken Trump ally, but someone who has described herself as an Islamophobe. Um, she is the one running against that. Congressman I mentioned a minute ago, Daniel Webster. She's more of a long shot, but we're still watching that race. Then also in New York, um, there's a man, Carl Palladino. He was um, a a candidate for governor before. Um, He has since then said things, including that he believes 
Hitler is someone um, who is a kind of leader we need today because of his ability to draw crowds. So his race versus... I believe he said that uh, Merrick Garland should be executed the other day. ...high-profile races. In Florida, there's another big race we're watching, not just people in Florida, people nationwide, I think it's fair to say. What do we need to know about that? Okay, this is a big race because of who? Ron DeSantis. He is, of course, rising very quickly in the conversation. We're going to talk about DeSantis here in just a second. Itself. He's up for re-election, the Republican governor of Florida. You see him right there. Uh, someone who's really uh, changing a little bit of how... Republicans handle cultural policy. Now, trying to oppose him, the Democrats have to choose between these two candidates, by and large. Charlie Crist, former governor of Florida, and Nikki Freed, as you reported. Um, she is the current state um, uh, agriculture commissioner. She's the only Democrat uh, who, is, who is elected statewide right now. Um, and this is kind of a generational question on them, really, about what Democrats want and who they think can win against Ron DeSantis. What about when you look ahead to the fall? Are there any races you're tracking? Let's, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and do this. Ron DeSantis, his new campaign ad. This is just hilarious. This is. Oh, shit. Shit, 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 shit. Top Gun inspired campaign ad. Ugh, is he gonna play worse? Oh God, why? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Do I need? Do I need to hit the content warning? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your governor speaking. Oh, this isn't the ad. No, no, no. I already had, already had like Newsmax talking about this fucking shit. No, no. We want the fucking ad, Newsweek. Go Washington Post. You gonna give us the actual ad? Yeah, it's a lot like Dukakis, isn't it? There we go. Somebody let me wash this motherfucker. Top Gov. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your governor speaking. Today's. Wait, 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 wait. Text fighter to five one two three four five. <laughs> I'm gonna text fucker and see what happens. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. Anyway. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your governor speaking. Today's training evolution, dogfighting, taking on the corporate media. Oh, oh, morning, oh. You see, it went away. It went away on me there. Hold on. Hold on. Let me send a new message. Five dash one, two, three, four, five. How original. Five dash one, two, three, four, five. Okay. And I'm going to text fucker. I'm assuming you'll do the same thing as well, but just for fun. 
gentlemen, this is your governor speaking. Today's training evolution, dogfighting, taking on the corporate media. The rules of engagement are as follows. Number one, don't fire unless fired upon, but when they fire, you fire back with overwhelming force. Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking, I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill. Number two, never ever back down from a fight. If I could complete the question though. So you're gonna give a speech or ask a question? Number three, don't accept their narrative. I've I've not gotten, any, the text went through, I've not gotten an email back, but also it might recognize that it's a Google number because I, I texted from the show number. So it might recognize it and not accept it. Like, it, like a lot of places don't accept my Google number. It's wrong, it's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative and you don't care about the facts. It's why people don't trust people like you because you peddle false narratives. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get up on Oh, that crooked smile. Oh, my God. I hope he's getting mocked for that. I hope he's rightfully being mocked for that. Unfortunately, I know that there's a lot of cringe going on on the Newsmax talking about the DeSantis ad. <laughs> and he did release it. We're still on election coverage. We have, we have the election graphics up. Because he released this in time for the election. Seriously, everything is being slow tonight. Taking on the corporate media. The rules of engagement are as You ain't taking on shit. Don't fire unless fired upon. But when this kid is in all of his ads, remember, like he did that really creepy ad where he's like reading to his kid, talking about like uh, how he was like the Trumpiest of them all. Mandy, good evening, welcome. So you gonna give a speech or ask a question? Number three, don't accept their narrative. It's wrong. It's a fake narrative. <laughs> All right, top gov indeed. Uh, the whoever whoever did that ad, it's a brilliant, brilliant political ad. Tony, wow. Okay, somebody just subbed. I'm sorry, I, I missed it. I was too busy gawking at Newsmax giving a handy to Ron DeSantis, Warlord. Thank you for the resub. Uh, More news indeed. Stand a chance, really, against no. defeating DeSantis. No, okay. No, no. <laughs> We're watching two people run for who gets to be the biggest sacrificial lamb. This is this is an incredible race to watch to see two uh, people and with Chris at least there's the story he was governor but he was a Republican at the time and now he, he he's a Democrat or whatever it is he feels he needs to morph into to try and stay relevant in, in the political scene. Uh, to it is going to be closer than what they realize. The last race, DeSantis barely won his last race. It was extremely close. And that was an extremely cringe ad. To watch them walk themselves into this disaster, into a guaranteed loss based on uh, the, the... I don't think it's so much a guaranteed loss. Florida, never mind, in the rest of the country. The ads are very good, and there's something very telling about those ads. Those ads are about concrete... Yeah, action. there's, some, there's something very telling about those it ads. It's not emotion. It isn't about uh, trying to, you know, to show how tough you are. It's if they do this, which is meant to keep you from doing your job... Here's how you respond. That is much more playbook for other governors and other possible candidates than it is anything else. Newsmax is crazy as fuck. 
God damn. All right. That's going to wrap up our election coverage for now. We're going to come back at the end of the show and we're going to check in on the high profile races in New York and Florida. And also, Warlord, what were you talking about? There is a referendum somewhere. We got to find out what that is. Please look into that for me. But we're going to go ahead. We're going to go back to our other graphics. Twitch is wanting to play a commercial break. It is not question time. It is not question. That's a bit for the end of the show. Stop being impatient. When we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about a former Republican lawmaker in Alabama uh, who has been charged with sex abuse. The Speaker of the House in Tennessee indicted on federal fraud charges. The North Carolina Attorney General may be charged. Charges are pending in front of a a grand jury at this time. I've got a hilarious story about Rick Scott talking about Biden being on vacation too much as he gets caught in Italy on his yacht. By the way, Rick Scott, who is head of the Senate campaign committee, we're going to talk about Paul Pelosi and his DUI. Uh, Catch you up on what's going on with Trump and his bullshit. And of course... A man on the street uh, segment from PragerU or some organization like that asking Gen Z the easiest of questions. We're we're gonna we're gonna get the question and then I'm gonna try to answer them. I assume they're gonna be stupid easy. I assume they're also going to edit it to where they're only people getting it wrong or maybe stumbling on the answer or what they're showing. All that and more. On the other side of the break here on the Troll Patrol live. This week on the Friday Night Freak Show, I will be joined by Hilda Beast. Where's my promo for it? There it is. This Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern. Very much looking forward to hanging out with Hilda Beast. Love my little promo I made. I love I love her little what, what, is that a muskrat? Is that a, a a hamster? I don't I don't I don't know what the I don't I don't But it's cute as fuck. Oh Sky Comic, good night. Glad to see you. I'm sorry you couldn't stay for the I don't want to say fun part because like, I don't know if any part of this show is actually fun. <laughs> Doing political news is fun. But you know, the, the more the more lighthearted section of the show. <laughs> oh, you were here for the cop death. I've not heard back from uh, Ron DeSantis yet. I don't know if I expect to. Oh, I need to give you a fresh meme, though. I owe you a fresh meme. Trans men. I am man, despite my upbringing. What other people think? 
This man with fragile masculinity. No, I'm a man. I can't eat pink ice cream. It's going to make me a girl. No. Make America great again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. We shall see. We shall see. Still no results out of New York yet. Uh, Mullins won in Oklahoma. Yes, I knew. I knew there was a uh, there was a special election. I, I said there was a referendum. It's a special election in Oklahoma. Mark Wayne Mullen wins the Republican primary runoff. <laughs> that is ignorant. That is ignorant, Scott Comet. Wow. The like Mullins without the S just dominated in Oklahoma. Look at look at the sea of red over here. You guys talking about kill? Kill? It's pink ice cream. Strawberry ice cream, RB. Strawberry ice cream is pink, isn't it? I don't know. I, apparently, I have bad eyes and can't see anything. But I saw a cat down the hill, so that was pretty good. Rick Scott. The senator who is in charge of the Senate campaign committee was caught relaxing on a yacht in Italy as he bashes Biden for taking a vacation. (laughs) Rick Scott, who chairs the National Republican Senatorial Committee, has come under fire for uh, several high-profile conservative candidates are lagging in the polls. Rick Scott is spending a portion of the congressional recess chilling on a fancy yacht in Italy, according to a report from Axios. Senator's Mediterranean sojourn comes after he lambasted President Biden on Monday for vacationing in Delaware versus working at the White House. He bashed him earlier this summer, too, writing that if Biden wants to hide from the problems his disastrous policies have caused, he should resign. You can... Check out Rick Scott's poll here on the Twitter. Senator Scott took a couple of days to celebrate his 50th wedding anniversary with his wife and family, a trip that was planned more than a year ago. Chris Hartline, a spokesman for the National Republican Senatorial uh, Committee, uh, which Scott chairs, told Axios. This was shortly after uh, Scott, on June 18th, Scott tweeted... Joe Biden jets off on yet another vacation. American families are struggling to afford gas, groceries, rent, and find baby formula for their kids. Biden wants to hide from the problems his disastrous policies have caused. He should resign. With less than 100 days until the midterm elections, Republicans are struggling to turn the promise of a red wave. Red wave? Red wave. wave. A red wave. A red wave into reality. Scott, who, as chair of the NRSC, holds a key role in securing the Senate for the GOP, 
Polling indicates that Republican candidates are underperforming in major Senate competitions, including Muppet Oz in Pennsylvania, Blake Masters in Arizona, and even incumbent Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. Scott may be looking to sell so far out there's not enough service for angry texts from his colleagues to reach him. That was Rolling Stone uh, editorializing there at the end, by the way. Fucking Skeletor over here, Mr. Medicare fraud himself. Fuck you, dude. You look like a soulless ghoul. Not high enough for this shit. Charlie Kirk, uh, who thinks you live in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? Dropped uh, this video on Rumble. He says it's the ad that Governor Gavin Newsom of California doesn't want you to see. The campaign ad Gavin Newsom doesn't want you to see. As your governor. I promise you, whatever challenges come our way, I will always lead the California way. You, uh. Literally insane. I say that's the California way. You guys are really awesome. Thank you so much. Based on compassion. I mean, if we're going to be realistic. I mean, you could do that with any fucking state. Specifically, Alabama. Alabama, you want me to intersperse footage of Governor Meemaw talking about how great Alabama is with all the bullshit that goes on there. They pay you to be homeless here. Common sense. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. Uh, We all need to self-medicate periodically. Telling the truth. Telling the truth. Treasuring our diversity. Use the fist to hit my... Telling the truth. Following science. Protecting our planet. This was was horribly edited, by the way. Gavin Newsom. Courage through crisis. You shut up, warlord. Ain't nobody in my chat voting Republican. Cancel Warlord. I'm 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 turning it back around on you. Cancel Warlord. Everyone uh campaign to get Warlord's moderation status revoked. <laughs> oh god. So it's not it is not um looking too good for Republicans to take back control of anything. Come November. But if they do, they are threatening to prosecute Dr. Anthony Fauci, who apparently will be stepping down in just the next couple of months. Fauci was on uh, CNN to respond to what he would do uh, if Republicans decided to prosecute him and or I investigate him. This, Dr. Fauci, that Republicans really... Cancel you, warlord. To them, you are a symbol of the restrictions that came along with COVID-19. Of course, Republican lawmakers and you have clashed many times and they are expected to take over the House this fall, potentially. And they promised to investigate you if they did. Did that have any role in in your departure? None at all, Caitlin, really, none at all, not even a slight amount. Uh, I have nothing to hide and I can defend everything I've done. So that doesn't faze me or bother me. My decisions 
of stepping down go back uh, uh, well over a year. I had decided I might want to step down at the end of the Trump administration. But when President Biden was elected, one of the first things he did was to ask me to join and be his chief medical advisor, which I took as a great honor and I enthusiastically accepted. I thought that was going to last about a year. Uh, that we would be having COVID behind us after a year. But obviously, painfully so, that's not the case. But having thought about that, and as you said now with a prior question a moment ago, I think we're in a relatively good place with regard to COVID if we utilize and implement the interventions that we have. And I just felt it was the right time, particularly since I'm still healthy, energetic, and passionate about what I want to do. And I think that's the time to move on to the next phase. If once you've retired, Republicans want you to go testify, would is that something you would do? Sure, I certainly would consider that. But you've got to remember, I believe oversight is a very important part of government structure. Or Fauci didn't bring any laws. But what has happened up to now is more of a character assassination than it is oversight. So sure, I'd be happy to cooperate so long as we make it something that is a dignified oversight which it should be, and not just bringing up ridiculous things and attacking my character. That's not oversight. That is not oversight, no. Sorry, sorry. I've been I've been working on the poll that you guys will have five minutes to vote in. Should Warlord have mod status revoked? You guys have at that. <laughs> Oh, shit. In North Carolina, the current attorney general, who, by the way, is the, like, chief law enforcement officer and the attorney, the, 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 the lawyer for the state. Drake, welcome. Good evening. Uh, the current North Carolina AG may well be charged by grand jury. A local North Carolina grand jury has advanced its consideration of possible criminal charges against State Attorney General Josh Stein and two aides over an investigation into a political ad targeting uh, Stein's 2020 opponent. I don't see the rest of the story. (laughs) Oh, oh, there's, there's more to that. That's not everything. Please tell us more. Okay, okay, okay. So I don't think the headline matches the the story here because the story is federal appeals court has blocked a local North Carolina district attorney from prosecuting state attorney general. But but the headline says son drenches 72-year-old mom in gasoline and sets her on fire. Ah. <laughs> I didn't even think about Warlord using the channel points. I I could have bumped up the number you could use. I could have bumped up the number you could use. Ah, you sneaky Warlord. You sneaky, sneaky Warlord. Does it show me who voted? 
I don't know, everything's being slow tonight, guys. We got a good connection, but everything everything else is being slow. It does not it does not show me who voted. Uh Man, Cancel Warlord sure is winning though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There, there's way too you can't have that many votes. Warlord is rigging the poll in both both directions. He's playing both sides. <laughs> oh fuck! And one person says, "Time warlord out." Ah, uh, see, I can I can see how many voters there are. I can't see who voted for what. <laughs> Ah, uh, stop the steal. Exactly. We, we, we got somebody hijacking our election over here. Oh, shit. Well, apparently since the... <laughs> you broke Warlord's mouse by him rigging the election. Bill's panel has actually blocked Wake DA's office from potentially prosecuting Attorney General Josh Stein. Federal Appeals Court on Tuesday. Oh, we got the local news. We got the local news hit on this. Let's let's let the news reporters say this. Especially this guy's got an awesome beard. Carolina Attorney at five. A brand new reaction from North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein over an investigation into a 2020 campaign ad. Just yesterday, a grand jury in Wake County agreed that Stein violated a 91-year-old libel law and an ad titled "Survivor." That clears the way for the grand jury to consider an indictment. Stein calls it a nonsense investigation at the hands of Wake County DA Lauren Freeman. Well, I'm all you committed libel, you motherfucker. I fundamentally believe that ads that candidates run should be true, which is why I submitted my ad before it was ever aired to an independent truth-checking organization that confirmed that the ad was true. And as I told you, the state board of elections reviewed the ad, said it wasn't false. So I'm all for truthful ads, uh, but it is very troubling. Governor Roy Cooper also commenting on the issue today, calling it an unprecedented repression of free speech. Wake DA Lauren Freeman has recused herself from any involvement in the case. Well, wait a minute. How is it a repression of free speech if he's not even being prosecuted for it anymore? What? What? None of that makes any sense. I don't know what you guys got going on in North Car- uh, North Crackalacky over there. You need to cut it out. But who am I to talk? Over in Tennessee, <laughs> the former Speaker of the House, Representative Glenn Casada, and their former Chief of Staff was indicted on federal charges, federal fraud charges. They're Republicans, by the way. I don't know about the dude in North Carolina. Check that. Oh, cancel Anything warlord. From crafting legislation to being cuffed and charged for corruption. Tonight, team coverage as former Tennessee Speaker of the House Glenn Cassida faces years in federal prison. Cassida and his former Chief of Staff, Cade Cothran, walked out of the federal court. Stein is a Democrat each facing a long list of federal charges and potentially years in federal prison. 
Of course, this follows years of investigating, including from our own Phil Williams. And Phil, you were in the courtroom. What did you see? Well, what, what I saw today were two once proud men who had been allowed to throw on clothes quickly when the FBI came to their doors earlier this morning. Former Speaker Cassida seemed to sag in his chair, showing the weight of the moment as the federal magistrate read off a long list of charges, conspiracy, fraud, and money laundering. Without objection. So ordered. Next order. Just a little more than three years ago, Glenn Cassida was in the seat of power, the third most powerful person in state government. Hey, Mr. Speaker, can, can we talk to you about... I'm late for a meeting. A texting scandal yeah. involving Cassida and his chief of staff, Kate Catherine, would upend all of that. Speaker, what did you tell the caucus? Quickly forcing the Franklin Republican to give up his position as Speaker. But here on this day in the federal courthouse, they would fall even further, yanked from their homes at 7 a.m., brought into court in handcuffs and leg chains as a U.S. magistrate announced the name of the 20-count indictment, the United States of America versus Glenn Cassida and Kate Catherine. Do you have any regrets, Glenn? Released from custody, Cassida had none of the bravado that once marked his leadership style. Instead, he was a humbled and subdued man now facing up to 20 years in federal prison. Catherine was equally subdued. Both men pleaded not guilty. Mr. Catherine pleaded not guilty to all of the charges in the indictment. He plans on strongly defending the charges. We've got to let this matter proceed through the judicial process. And Mr. Catherine looks very forward to being vindicated. The FBI has been investigating for at least a year and a half. You say what the fuck, but he begged to be euthanized. So, at one point, raiding legislative offices, even the former speaker's home, Cassida was still in his bathrobe when agents came knocking. At the center of the charges, allegations that after Cassida's downfall as speaker, Catherine used a fake name to set up Phoenix Solutions, a company that did political mailings. Prosecutors say Cassida and former Representative Robin Smith steered state business to the company in exchange for kickbacks. Smith has already pleaded guilty to federal charges and is cooperating with the FBI. The question is, are authorities interested in more? Has he been pressured to flip on anyone else? I can't make any more statements at this time. As you know, we're just getting started. All right, thank you. But what we do know is authorities have been asking questions about how Cassida managed to pass Governor Lee's school voucher plan by just one vote. Did you bribe anyone for votes for the SA vote? Oh, that's ridiculous. He did. News Channel 5 investigates first revealed one law. Oh, he totally did. Cassida suggested he could be promoted to general in the National Guard in exchange for his vote. So are these indictments of Cassida and Catherine the end of the road or just another step in the journey? Hey, anything you want to say? Truth will come out, Phil. What that he looks like a proud boy, doesn't he? Time will tell. <laughs> now, Representative Cassidy's attorney... Surprise, surprise. ...did not want to speak on camera, but inside the courthouse, he... T- Mandy, has Herschel Walker said something else dumb about trees? Because we've already done like two or three things he said about trees. Because uh, <laughs> he made this stupid ass comment about air coming over from China and shit. <laughs> don't we have enough trees around here? No, we don't, Herschel. No, we don't. 
Oh my god, what did this stupid fuck say? Oh yeah, fucking God damn it. Well, I can just read it from here. I don't have to go to Twitter. Yes, you heard me right. Walker wrote on Twitter, saying Biden and his Democratic opponent in November, Senator Raphael Warnock, are spending $1.5 billion on urban forestry. Wait. Where's the thing where he... The new law provides $1.5 billion in grants to state agencies and nonprofit organizations for tree planting and related activities, according to the bill's text. They're not helping you out because a lot of the money is going into trees. You know that, don't you? It's going into trees. We've got enough trees. Don't we have enough trees around here? I see trees everywhere. Don't we have enough trees around here? God damn. Fingers are morons. Oh. Oh, what is this another? Is this another one of those fucking cancel Justin clips? Oh my god! For those that don't know, Warlord has created a cancel Justin Discord. You can go and see all the clips that he's taken out of context, <laughs> or just you know, it's shit that I've actually said. Oh my god. From Georgia to Alabama, where a state lawmaker, a former state lawmaker and current political activist, charged with sex abuse. This just happened today, just this afternoon. Because of, of course, of course. You live We've in also got breaking news anarchy. right now here in Montgomery. A former Alabama lawmaker was arrested today by U.S. Marshals and is now facing a felony criminal charge. According to Montgomery Police, Perry Hooper Jr. is charged with first-degree sexual abuse. A statement from MPD indicates the alleged crime happened last Tuesday in the 100 block of Commerce Street downtown. That's in the vicinity of the city's entertainment district. Hooper is a well-known politician in central Alabama, having served in the State House between 19 1984 and 2003. He's currently a member of the Alabama Republican State Executive Committee, and he previously co-chaired Donald Trump's Alabama presidential campaign. In a statement, the Alabama Republican Party condemned all forms of sexual abuse and sexual assault. The statement went on to say, quote, we are committed to personal <laughs> yeah, sure you do. safety. We will be monitoring this situation closely as it makes its way through the judicial process. Hooper, by the way, we're told, has been released from jail on a $15,000 bail. $15,000 does not seem like a lot, goddammit. I would, I, would I would consider sex abuse to be a violent crime. 
A 15 grand bond doesn't seem like a lot, especially for somebody who used to be a state lawmaker. I would assume they have some money. Especially in Alabama. That's one of those states where you got to pay to play. Now, for weeks and weeks, I've heard right-wingers tell me that the, there were two men that pled guilty in the plot to kidnap uh, Michigan governor. I was told they were pressured to plead guilty. There was a trial held for four men. Two were acquitted. And two, uh, it was a hung jury. Jury now convicts those two men in a plot to kidnap Michigan governor. A jury on Tuesday convicted two men of conspiring to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer uh, in 2020, a swift victory uh, for prosecutors in a plot that was broken up by the FBI and described as a rallying cry for a U.S. civil war by anti-government extremists. Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr. were also found guilty of conspiring to obtain a weapon of mass destruction, namely a bomb to blow up a bridge and stymie police if the kidnapping could be pulled off at Whitmer's vacation home. Croft, 46, a trucker from Bear, Delaware, was also convicted of another explosives charge. The jury deliberated for roughly eight hours over two days. It was the second trial for the pair after a jury in April couldn't reach a unanimous verdict after five days. Two other men were acquitted and two more pleaded guilty and testified for prosecutors. The result was a big win for U.S. Justice Department following the shocking mixed outcome last spring. Now, I want to know where all the right-wingers are that are saying that the two guys getting off uh, was proof that the FBI entrapped them now that a jury has convicted two of them. Are they going to apologize to me? Never. I don't want to ever be accused of being partisan. So I want to make sure that we cover this. It's a very short news hit, but... Paul Pelosi has been sentenced in his DUI cases. The husband of Nancy Pelosi. I don't really give a shit about his DUI the way right-wingers do. I care more about his stock trading. The husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pleaded guilty today to a charge of DUI. Paul Pelosi was sentenced to five days in jail and three years probation. Um, Pelosi already spent two days in jail and received credit for two more. This means he will serve one final One day. day. He's got to go to jail for one day. Oh, my God. Oh, he had served two days, got credit for two days, and has to serve one more. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Let's get the update on the former uh, criminal president. (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't know why that cracked me up so much. (laughs) The former president who is a criminal. The former criminal. The current criminal. Who's also the former. Fucking, I don't even know. I fucked that one up.
Trump stash retrieved from Mar-a-Lago runs to hundreds of classified files. Donald Trump has turned over to the government hundreds of documents marked as classified and properly re, uh, retained at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida, according to a review conducted by the National Archives, the custodian of presidential records and sources familiar with the matter. The government has retrieved highly sensitive materials on three separate occasions, one set of documents facilitated by the National Archives in January, one set went to the Justice Department in June, and another set was seized by the FBI in a search two weeks ago. An inventory of materials in that initial transfer showed the National Archives recovered from Trump more than 100 documents marked as classified, more than 700 pages in total, and some with special access program markings that designate the highest level of classification. Professor Q, hell yeah! First of all, thank first of all, thank you uh, for uh, yes, cheering a bit. And second of all, I'm so glad that the stream element works now, and it did the little dance with Will Ferrell. None of that shit had been working for me, and it all seems to be right now. So. Fingers crossed. Let's hear, we've got a ex-FBI official who's going to tell us, you know, what's what with the Trump bullshit. Oh, I guess I, I guess the Mar-a-Lago affidavit, FBI search. Legal analyst, Joyce Vance. <laughs> just, just saying Trump bullshit doesn't cut it down a lot, does it? is here, a former U.S. attorney, now law professor at the University of Alabama. And Frank Fugluzzi is back, former FBI assistant director for counterintelligence, now an MSNBC national security analyst. And A.B. Stoddard is also here, associate editor and colleague. Why, Why do they have so many people on screen? This is weird. Because we get to talk to you so often that I think sometimes we think we can play. Are the, are the people making the decisions at the cable news, are they watching the Twitch and being like, we need more Twitch-like panels. This is a good thing. Because, I don't know, guys. By investigator. But what does it say that they're looking at the security footage? And what they have seen showed them that people were moving these classified documents around and changing their containers. And they want Fox, to good evening. I do not like the panels. Well, it means a couple of things. So for those of us sitting at home trying to figure out what what was the, the switch that flipped and got them to the search warrant? What was it that happened? And I think it's a myriad of things. I think there's human sources because we know from filings there's references repeatedly to witnesses who've been interviewed. So that's great. Now, the, the scuttlebutt is that it was Jared Kushner. And we're going to see Jared Kushner on Fox here in just a second. And that appears to be a really weird interview. But I think one of those so-called witnesses was the surveillance camera footage. I think what they saw was, you know, no surprise here that they couldn't trust Trump. By that, I mean, by then, a couple of locks had been slapped on the storage room door, right? So everything's supposed to be fine while we continue to nicely, civilly discuss and negotiate whatever's going to happen. And lo and behold, what do they see on the surveillance camera? Allegedly people coming in and out of the storage room, who's that's supposed to be extra secure now, and even reportedly changing 
boxes, changing the boxes, the containers in which the documents may be sitting. So that gets us, Nicole, into this whole issue of why were they charging falsification and destruction or masking of evidence? Well, that's part of it, I think. It's not just the Trump lawyer who filed the form saying, you've got everything, We've gave you, we gave you everything. There's now, no- many right-wingers over and over have said, he cooperated, he cooperated, why would they do this? No, he didn't cooperate. Did not cooperate at all throughout all of this. He's had since April of last year to turn over this shit, and he did not. And he has not cooperated with them. No more. It's also, I think, the storage room surveillance footage that says, no, God darn it, they're, they're, they're not securing the room. And by the way, they seem to be moving stuff out. And by the way, they seem to be changing the containers that documents may be in. So um, there's, there's that going on here as well. We can see where they're getting to a statute. The statutory elements may be met. And we can see what may have flipped the switch in part to get to a search warrant. You know, Mike Schmidt, I, I would love to hear sort of your, your take on um, what pieces of this reporting move our understanding. From. I honestly believe he was trying to sell national secrets to this, you know, our enemies has been replaced by something far more sinister. I mean, these aren't I don't know. I think it's. Um, a famous basketball player shoes that were in his office at Trump Tower. These are documents that your colleagues are reporting he had a hand in reviewing after he left the White House and keeping. And they were the most classified kind of materials, the kind of documents that anyone that works in the White House or the NSC took one of them. They'd face real serious criminal exposure. He yes, yes. How many years, how many years did reality winner spin in prison? Yeah, come the fuck on. And Trump gets special privileges just because he was president? Fuck no. Dustin, good evening. A letter in the most recent reporting shows is the urgency that the federal... Yes, yes, there is video of them showing people going in and out of the locked room. This was a national security problem. The FBI, as Frank will can explain... Endlessly's second top priority is counterintelligence. And they, according to the timeline that we now have, the greater sense we have of how quickly this moved, the Justice Department moved as quickly as they could to try and get these materials by, by issuing a subpoena, by pushing Trump's lawyers. They knew there was a problem and they were trying to solve it. They were trying to go out and get these documents. And Although we do not have a full sense of the back and forth that went on between Trump's lawyers and the government and how all of that played out, it, you have to believe. Well, we know that his lawyers lied to the government. They had run up against a wall and they thought, look, we have a, a legitimate national security issue that we have to get to the bottom of. We have to go out. We have to collect these documents. We have to figure out who saw them, where they were. Who, who touched them? How have we been misled about them? Where, you know, what has this exposed? It's just the, the, the timeline is much shorter and faster based on the letter than I thought it would be. I thought this was something that maybe had played out, um, you know, over this, this long period, you know, not so long, but year and a half since Trump left office. But it was actually faster than I thought. Uh, no, 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 no. It, it started in April. But also on all of the. But now we're, we're talking like it all kind of. Examine Trump's conduct in the frame. This has all happened since June. 
folks like Joyce and yourself always the point law enforcement actions into his intent. I mean, they were told over and over again. The fact that the government tried to protect these secrets over and over again means there was no way that they didn't know how dangerous some of these classified materials were. What, what, what do you make of, of what Mike's talking about, the timeline, and how they knowingly mishandled this classified material? Yeah, there's been reporting that Trump himself actually at one point went through the I like this guy. See see what they are. Let's 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 talk about this. Let's look at it himself. Here's what that does. It takes away this defense. Exactly. They have executed people for far uh, worse than what Trump has done. I, I didn't know anything about this. I have no knowledge of this. They were told repeatedly how significant these documents were for national security. Um, and he knows it. So, again, we're getting into that statute now for the, for espionage. People saying, gee, what? why espionage? Willfulness, intent. I know it's here. I know it's highly classified. I'm being told I need to return it. And by God, I'm not doing it. And by the way, I'm probably lying to you about whether I've turned it all over. So <laughs> that gets us to that statutory element of willfulness and intent that's required yeah. For the espionage statute. So, um, with regard to the timeline, look, I, you know, I'm looking back. Also, also, I really like his background. Uh, it looks like the like you would get the what was it, like solo cups or something that you get with, like water in in the '90s, that's, that's, or that you get for like a, you know you go to a basketball game at your at your grade school and you get like a Pepsi and like a cup that looked like that. They're not normies, Mox. You can't be a normie and be a lawyer. No, if we go off to another network that shall not be named, they're criticizing the government every night on this search. I'm going to criticize something here about the timeline. It was too darn slow. It was too slow. So when you have a January timeline before the FBI is getting their hands on this and doing an assessment and figuring out, you know, look, if you've handled a lot of top secret documents, especially special access, each page numbered, marked, sometimes each page initialed. There must be Jones, something missing. I, I, I agreed, agreed. I like, I like, I do from the, from before he was president, it was like he's going to do everything in his power to enrich himself, to benefit himself. It's not going to be anything about the country. He's not going to want to leave office willingly. Like, it's clear. It's clear. And, like, even after being right about it, there's still people who are like, you have Trump derangement syndrome. Oh. Come on, man. Move on to Jared Kushner on Fox and Friends. This should be fun. Is is an interesting uh, place for Jared Kushner to pop up when many people have speculated that uh, he might actually be the uh, the mole inside. Former President Donald Trump fighting back and taking his case against Joe Biden's Department of Justice to court. Error 1016 coming back to haunt us to, uh, again. Boom. <laughs> 
Trump is calling for an independent special master to review documents seized during the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago earlier this month. All right, former senior Trump advisor Jared Kushner is the author of a brand new book called Breaking History. It's excellent. We'll get into detail on it in a moment. Jared, welcome. Oh, I played you an ad for Jared Kushner's um, book. I'm so sorry. Your reaction two weeks ago when you heard about the raid and your reaction to the president. Now, the special, like, I want to point out that the special master thing is actually a good idea that Trump should have done. Uh, the day after the FBI raid, <laughs> and that is totally 100% within his legal right, and that he's probably fucked because what the special man, because they're supposed to review all the materials seized by the FBI. It's a non-partial judge, a retired judge or something that both sides agree to. Uh, and, uh, they review everything and make sure all the documents are on the level, return what, what would need to be returned to Trump, yada, yada, yada. But the FBI has probably already looked at all those fucking documents. Like, the FBI has probably already went through everything. At this, yeah, at this point it's procedural stalling, but, like, it. It's not going to make a difference. Two weeks later is not the time to ask for a special master to review the materials. So, like, he totally should have done it two weeks ago. But also, he's not getting good legal advice. A story that I did not put on the on the uh, board for tonight was Alan Dershowitz. Uh, you know, the, the fucking pedophile, Alan Dershowitz. Allegedly! Uh, just in case he wants to get litigious with me, which I, dude, please get, get litigious with me. Just like Charlie Kirk, man, Charlie Kirk, you're a groomer. You're a groomer and you're a Nazi. Sue me, Charlie Kirk. But anyway, Alan Dershowitz, the alleged pedophile that was on Epstein Island multiple times. (sighs) He said Trump can't get legal representation because no firm will represent him because they're afraid of losing clients. And I, I laughed at that story and was like, no, dude, it's not that they're afraid of losing clients. It's that they're afraid of losing the case. He is guilty. And also, like, nobody wants a client that they're not going to take, uh, take your advice. Trump isn't going to follow your legal advice over yesterday. Thank you. Well, I, I was just as shocked as most people were. Uh, you know, if you read in the book, I, I talk about how we went to Washington. We were going to try to, you know, implement policies on trade and on cutting taxes and on trying to solve some of the... Vampire war- Hunter D, welcome. Good evening. Joey, welcome. Good evening. Glad to see you guys. Mandy, what, the, what you got a question about Epstein? You live in sexual anarchy? Wait, what? I know nothing about Anne Hayes. She was killed. She was in a car accident, wasn't she? Like, I, but I know I know nothing about that. I don't keep up with it. And what does that have to do with Epstein? What? I'm really confused now. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. I see you're doing the... You're, <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, you know, I could probably play the John Oliver thing or just like a, a section of it where he was, uh, where he was, that's just, a, it has to be a conspiracy, Mandy. I like, come on, 
She was just speeding or something. I, which I know nothing about the case. I know nothing about. I know she was on life support for like a week and they took her off. That's all I know. I couldn't even tell you anything Anne Hache has been in. I don't, I don't cover celebrity news. I had no clue she was doing a movie about sex trafficking. And the answer to your question is no. Like, it's just like conspiracies like that don't that like they're not a thing there's enough real there's enough real shit going on that we can point to that you don't have to you know make up conspiracies you know like princess diana was was killed by the paparazzi that's what all the conspiracy theorists say that's what all the conspiracy theorists say man (laughs) But car wrecks are like, yeah, you're putting too much stock in the car wrecks are also one of the most common uh, like like forms of death in the country, right? Like, isn't like heart attacks and then car wrecks is number two? It's 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 just a it's 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 a numbers game, and if you're somebody that's out that's traveling around and shit a lot. Like a congressperson or like a like gallivanting around Hollywood. I don't know. Mandy, Mandy. No, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Why no O2? You're a nurse. Like, was it like... I, do, I, I don't like... She was, she was alive, wasn't she? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You there there is always a a rational explanation. No, Mandy, it doesn't make sense. No, none of it makes sense. All right, back to Jared Kushner was on Fox and Friends. <laughs> and he's gonna give us this interesting interview, which is also a promo for his book but you don't want to buy his book if you did want to read the jared kushner book just because you had a morbid curiosity pirate it or get in contact with me and i'll pirate it for you and great piece which we ended up doing and i, I write about that but uh but it, the relentless attack against trump really started during the campaign i mean the fbi uh, was spying on his campaign and then you know we spent two years having to disprove that we were colluding with russia and then after we finally proved that we were you know clear on that one then they tried to you didn't over trying to uh, investigate corruption in ukraine and so unfortunately we we've he wasn't no he was trying to blackmail the leader of ukraine like they keep trying to find more and more things to go after trump on and so he was a businessman he was a great businessman he wasn't a career politician beforehand and, uh, and it just seems like what they keep doing is breaking norms in their attempt to try to get him. Yeah, Jared, the, the appointment of, or the, the request for you the You say it's going to be hard to sell them books, but they keep making the books. ...back to the process because DOJ can't be trusted just giving... There's got to be a lot of fucking right-wing money. Where they would, but also, like, when you're Jared Kushner, like, you fucking organizations are buying your book, right? And they're giving it away to shit. Your book's not being organically bought. And that's the same way it is with a lot of, you know, uh, right-wing figures. Uh, anytime, like, a, a Ben Shapiro or something writes the book. 
This is what happened if Zelensky had just given Trump the laptop. Going through uh, the special counsel investigation and on and on and on, which you're very familiar with. Um, so how do you see this moving forward, given we're waiting for the affidavit, possible redactions coming on Thursday? Kilmeade really looks bored. The process here. I think transparency will be the friend of the process. And, you know, one of the, the things I find very funny is a big issue that I, I championed that President Trump was able to get done was criminal justice reform. And uh, what's happening now is a lot of uh, the people on the hard right who are against it are now saying, wait, there are overzealous prosecutors who are too powerful. And then people on the left who are always calling for fairness are now saying the prosecution should go uh, with no holds bars. So I guess, you know, I think on my third day in Washington. Well, after Trump, who's gotten away with everything. But it seems to, you know, be in, in high high degree right now. I think you learned that on the first day. Just saying. Just saying. Okay, so he's asking for a special master and asking for them to stop going through the stuff as they may be right now. Uh, the New York Times has got the item to as they may be right now, as they already have, sir. There were you know this doozy. Classified documents at Mar-a-Lago over the last year or so, and they, you know, they think they've gotten them all by now. Why would the former president have that many classified things at Mar-a-Lago? So, so I'm not familiar with what exactly the contents were. And, but what I'll just say from my personal experience is that, uh, again, in the campaign, in the transition, we had a, a right. very innocent meeting with uh, the Russian ambassador. And then, you know, four months later, you're reading that the intel agencies are leaking to the Washington Post that we requested this secret back channel. And then the New York Times and right. CNN go crazy for a weekend accusing us of treason. And then it turns out such a thing never really happened. And so, you know, I, I just think you have to be very careful with what you... I have no clue what he's talking about. ...facts to develop, but, I mean, there's been so many things that have been hyperventilated about over the last years that turn out to be nothing. And that, that's, again, why I wrote this book, was I wanted people to... Really yeah, like CRT, like grooming kids. You've done nothing wrong. You're there trying to get good things done. And, you know, people are out there, you know, accusing you of all these crazy things. And you have to prove that those things didn't happen. Right. And no, they didn't. And then almost took you down. And knowing that you were innocent, you gave all your time and all those interviews and still had to wonder. That's pretty much like the tagline of Fox News, like going out there and accusing Democrats of all these crazy things. And you had to prove them wrong. The process would work. I got to bring it to the uh, the way you guys ended was in the middle of a pandemic, and the guy that was front and center is Anthony Fauci. He is now going to be leaving after fifty plus years, and I'm wondering, do you look at him as a prophet or a problem? <laughs> well, that's uh, those are two different definitions. I, I think that it's very good after fifty years that you get fresh blood. I think that what we saw during the pandemic is that there were a lot of gaps operationally in the system. It was not designed. You have a lot of professors who are very good at writing papers or giving out grants, but Got two billion from the Saudis for some reason. Real form uh, was really uh, quite lacking. And so we brought in a lot of people from the private sector uh, and a lot of people from the military Did to he really help. that? Um, I think that you had a lot of people. A lot of people Trump speculating he's the one that flipped on Trump. Uh, say that they're not wrong instead of actually getting things done. And we, we didn't really. OAS music. Right. We Good were evening. Things done to save lives, right. and, and, and and you know what? Part of that was the business experience that you and the former president brought to the executive branch. I know people who were involved in Operation Warp Speed who worked with we on the YouTube, said, we yeah, on the Facebook, we're, we're on Odyssey, D Live. Federal government uh, works because Fauci and company and everybody. I can't else even remember all the fucking platforms you know, we're on. Slowly, where the you were trying bureaucracy. to you were trying to go at warp speed. Yeah. Well, they they. They all said it can never be done and, and president trump you know would always set 
uh, unrealistic goals, and everyone would criticize that, and then we would go and we'd bulldoze through things and we get it done. And uh, you just again, say bullshit. You just say bullshit. I don't know about unrealistic goals. Years, this was at the end of, of the four years. Uh, we're on Trovo. We're on Twitter. For some reason, I don't even know why I'm on Twitter. That I'm on VK Live. Gave it the best chance of success. Yeah, and Jerry, we picked, oh. Sorry, Jerry, one of your, uh, your big accomplishments in the Middle East is obviously the... I'm trying to get on Rockfin. I'm trying to get on Rockfin, but yeah, I'm on Restream. Um... I actually emailed because you have to you have to like submit to Rockfin, and I submitted my shit and I meet the requirements, and because uh, you have to have so much of a presence, and I'm just lucky because like you know all my uh, YouTube subs and shit, which I mean like I'm at like two thousand on Twitch at this moment in time, but like that's not organic either. I get like. It kept like a thousand people from the hate rate I got. Like, I may naturally be at like 800, 900 people following me on Twitch. The rest is just overinflated by the different weird bots and the couple of hate raids we've had. It's. Fauci criticized over COVID guidance and restrictions. Uh, he is, like, they're talking to him about Fauci, aren't they? They were asking, uh, Jared Kushner about, uh, Fauci at the time when I paused it. I just, I was talking about something else, wasn't I? I was the one that got off topic. Not Fox and Friends. We can criticize them for a lot of things, but they were not off topic. You're not a bot. And if you are, I love you. I love you, bot, even though you are a bot. Be your, your bodiest self you can. Abraham Accords, but you know, the Trump administration left the Iran nuclear agreement. This administration is trying to get back into it. They're saying they're two weeks away from doing that. They said that six months ago. Um, talk about where, where they are with that and the dangers it poses to the region that you were able to stabilize through trade and business. Yeah, so it's not too late for them to reverse course. They, I don't think they, they will. Wait, they wait. She just, she just, said, she just said that the Trump administration stabilized the Middle East. She just made the claim that the Trump administration stabilized the Middle East. You guys, you guys heard that, right? <laughs> like that's just, that's just absurd. And even what they did do was just like a normalization of uh, relations between the UAE and Israel, so that they could sell arms to the UAE. In 2016, uh, we inherited an awful hand in the Middle East, right? You know, Iran was, was flush with cash. Syria was in a civil war. Uh, all of our allies were betrayed. ISIS took, running rampant. Uh, ISIS had a caliphate the size of Ohio. Mm -hmm. uh, over three and a half years, we basically reversed the whole course and then got our first peace deal in the Abraham Accords. Again, they got the next peace deal, the next peace deal. In the last six months... See, they always call peace them peace deals. deals. So They're just the, normalization the of relations. This so that we can sell arms. Those aren't peace deals. Again, everyone mocked the approach we took, but we were outsiders. We took a fresh approach, and we achieved results. And again, I, I go through you know, how we did this, because this was very, very complicated stuff. But the obvious thing to do was they had a great hand, keep playing the hand, keep following the policy. But instead, they basically did a complete 180 and went back to the old policy with Iran that didn't work. And so I think it's a recipe for failure if they make the deal. Uh, I think the, the, the strength of, of Iran is signaling that they're so not going to go through with a new uh, deal because they can't trust us. But I don't know how much of that is posturing. You know, 
bad policy. It's dangerous for the world and not just for the Middle East, but for the United States of America, given yeah. the way they're they dealing were, with. Oh, and also, while I I am thinking about, it, I want to I want to give an update about a story we did last night. We talked about Dennis Rodman going to Russia. Rodman has actually apparently been advised by the State Department that to 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 keep his multicolored hair out of it. So I don't know if the State Department has already uh, put together a deal with Russia or not. We'll hopefully be hearing something. Because, I mean, like, if the State Department ain't gotten, got nothing planned and they aren't bringing her and uh, the other dude that was the teacher home, fucking send Dennis Rodman over there. I don't give a shit. Can he make, can he really make things worse? Joey, they actually can't trust us. So, I mean, it's a fair critique. But I I think that they might be posturing a little bit and that they're going to soften their tone and we might see a deal shortly. Uh, Also, something we're going to talk about tomorrow is the student loan forgiveness. Apparently, that's coming at us tomorrow. Now. They were cheating. You caught them. Netanyahu exposed it. They still had the nuclear program. They're using their money to to foment terror in the region, and now they're going to go back to it. It seems. But stick around. We want to break down what's inside your book. Terror in the region. We are going to that, that would be a good movie title. And we don't. We don't want to hear. We don't want to hear about your book. I still. I think he may quite possibly be the. The snitch. It would be awesome if he did. If it turned out to be the snitch. Oh, yeah. Non-smoker. Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. I, uh... I am a smoker. But, like, I'm not gonna hold it against you that you're not. Do I support USA to Ukraine? In most cases, not. Like, overall, no. <laughs> do I support or do I support us funding Boeing and Raytheon and and whoever the fuck else sending a shit ton of arms over there and arming Ukraine? No. No. I'm pretty, pretty, I think we fucked that up pretty bad. Uh, what I'm really, what I'm, I'm really worried about is... The U.S. has a horrible record of funding rebel factions and then ending up with that coming back to bite us in the ass. So I'm afraid like we're going to get like another 9-11 caused by like some group in Ukraine with the Asimov Battalion <sighs> comes and fucking attacks us in 10, 15 fucking years or some shit like that. Because it's just like, you know, those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. And like, just, it seems like we keep doing the same fucking shit over and over again. And it, it, it doesn't work. Now, do I support aid? Aid is a different thing. Aid to Ukraine. I'm always about handing out aid and helping people and, and, and doing good in the world. So, you know, I don't know if uh, Warlord is still with us here because it is quite late in the evening for uh, 
Oh, non-smoker, non-smoker, I'll come be on your panel. I'll be on people's panel. Like, I'm sure I've got plenty of fucking opinions that will piss people off. Because I do not take conventional stances on things. Radical leftist agenda. Love your name. Love your face. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Oh, Warlord is here. Oh, my God. Warlord is uh, around for the question segment. Thank you for staying up. Charlie Kirk posted this on Rumble. This is Gen Z. Oh, shit. Rolling Raw. Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. I, I'll join panels. Are you like, are you meaning a panel like right this minute? By, uh, possibly, maybe. We got to do these questions first. Are you meaning sometime in the future? Because certainly sometime in the future. If you really want me to piss people off, like, you know, like, ask me, you, if, you're, if you're from the left, ask me what, I don't know, what subject would I piss people off? God. I don't know. I consider myself completely rational and, and totally based. I think my opinions are always the right opinions. Oh, and right wingers are morons. And since I got since I got some new people in here, uh, non-smoker. Oh, thank you for the raid. Raided us with eight trolls that are not high enough for this shit. Slotsky, Slotsky, thank you for being a freaking follower. I love it. I love it. Since I've got, uh, if if one of my mods could shout some some peeps out, that would be totally cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna make warlords here. I'm gonna make warlord do work because warlord uh, stuck around for the uh, questions that Gen Z can't answer. For those of you who are just joining us, I'm Justin Freakin. I do the news every night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's five Pacific. This show was supposed to be me live trolling people and making witty remarks about stupid right wing fucking content, but uh, I kept getting banned on social media and I couldn't troll anybody anywhere, so I started reading the news. We do a news rundown, I play stupid right wing content at the end, we make fun of right wingers, and uh, my personal philosophy, my personal philosophy is that I would give anything, anything in the world to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy, sir. I want that eye pussy. You know, that's something I'm going to do. I have the power. I have the power now to uh, stream on Cozy. Uh, I upgraded my plan on Restream, so I've got like... Like new new uh, RTMPS, whatever the fuck it's called. So I, I was I was looking at that last night. Actually, I was like, hmm, I'll stick my shit on cozy because I'll get a bunch of griefers. Make him cry, piss. <laughs> oh, we we have a lot of fun around here. And once again, you guys, uh, uh, you might not be familiar with me. Matt Walsh once called me a formidable voice in the culture. 
Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. I was mocking this stupid ass walrus book. I've been retweeted by the CEO of the Daily Wire, Jeremy Boring. Saying, he said, God, I love the internet. So I took that as an endorsement of my video. But, 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 also, I do need to let you guys know that there is a content warning around here. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Um, we're going to do these questions that Gen Z fails to answer. How Apparently, the, they're, they're, they're stupid fucking easy. How many stars are on the U.S. flag? It's 50. If you guys want to play along, Warlord. Warlord is from the UK. Warlord knew that shit. That's how easy the question is. But you you know they're just fucking playing people that they uh, put on the spot. Not a lot of people are good at answering questions on the spot. That's why a lot of these man-on-the-street segments are very deceptive. Especially when you stick a camera in their face. As somebody who has done news for almost 20 years now, I will tell you, you stick a camera or a microphone in people's faces and they get dumb real fi- uh, real fast. People need to be media trained. They are cherry picked. They've probably been out all fucking day filming this shit and they picked out the people that uh, were nervous or maybe they were genuinely dumb. There are genuinely dumb people walking around. On the United States flag. 103? and. <laughs> also like i don't know that she 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 might not possibly be native right like she might not be like native to the u.s three yeah um 32 what ocean is on the east side of the united states that that would be the atlantic be the atlantic what ocean can i google it You guys know this. I know this. I don't know this. What country is the Queen of England from? England, motherfucker! I'm not a politic guy, man. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not a politic guy. I'm not a politic guy. I don't know. I really don't know. Just take a guess. Like, what country is... That's the- not a trick question. It has the answer in the fucking question. I don't know. I just took a guess. What's the capital of the United States? Um, DC. Um, there's a capital? <laughs> what? Yes, the right wingers stormed it. Um, ca- um, I don't know. Uh, probably California. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that is correct. United States, do we know? Stop! I knew he was gonna embarrass us. I know, do we? I don't even want to think because I don't want to sound dumb. Well, just the- there's no capital. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, these these two girls, they're out vibing. Who knows what substances they've been imbibing. They might be high as fuck. You're putting them... They weren't expecting a fucking quiz. Is there no capital? Correct. Was that right? <laughs> Correct. You guys are UCLA students? We literally students? go to UCLA. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who was the... They are in Cali. The United States. Washington. Also a shitty president. Abraham Lincoln. Can you name the uh, three card? Now that one I can't do. That one I can't do. Is it? 
uh, uh, it's it's Chris and Kylie and and Karen. <laughs> Kardashian sisters. Uh, Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. Oh, I was way off. Sisters' names. Courtney, Kim, and Chloe. Courtney and Courtney. Yeah. Bonus points for the brother? Um, Robert. The Kardashians. I wouldn't have got that. What? Rob. What are the Kardashians? Rob? That's the one that died, was it? I ain't gonna lie. Karen, Karen, and Karen. Respect for me on that one. I mean, look at that was one minute and 49 seconds of footage. They honestly just. Seriously, because there's there's no way if you're out there all afternoon, you're going to encounter people like me that are just fucking. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm not out at the beach. (laughs) Nerdy people that know about this shit aren't out at the beach. They're at home reading a fucking book and talking about it on Twitch. (laughs) Fuckers, goddamn it! (sighs) Hey, Justin, are you trolling? Yes, always be trolling. Okay, so... Thanks to global warming, a severe drought has revealed dinosaur tracks. Apparently at Dinosaur Valley State Park, which is... Is that a coincidence? Is, is it a coincidence? Is it a quinky dink that there were dinosaur tracks uncovered at Dinosaur Valley State Park? I'm I'm in a slap happy mood tonight. The tracks date back 113 million years. Thanks, thanks to the thanks to the closed captioning that's usually handy on uh, that's usually handy on YouTube. I can't I can't see what it says. The Paluxy River. So the longest tracks made by a single dinosaur in North America, possibly. Oh shit, that's cool. Uh, as Texas begins to get some rain, it's likely uh, won't be long before the tracks become hidden again. So this is drought in Texas revealed these dinosaur tracks in North America. It's just been that long since we got the roads fixed. I was I was gonna fuck with you guys and call that the animal video for the night, but like I can't do you like that. I wouldn't do you like that. I can't leave you without something cuddly to look at. I'm I'm not heartless. Uh, you're gonna meet Eris the long boy tonight. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, yeah, I always end with an animal video. It it may be any kind of animal. It could be a hippo eating. It's always gonna be cute. But we always end with an animal. This is Eris the long boy. I mean, I'm partial to dogs and cats and such. Especially cats. 
Animal videos are indeed good for the soul. And also, like some nights here on the Troll Patrol, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun, but some nights here on the Troll Patrol, it's some bummer fucking news. Man, that night that we had Uvalde, oh, I, I was so bummed out after that show. And there's just, just some nights coming on here talking about mass shooting after mass shooting. I mean, it got to the point to where I have graphics for mass shootings. It's been a little bit since I broke this one out, but now school's back in session, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to tell the kids, remember, shoot up drugs, not schools. <laughs> oh, we were on the dog video already. I should... <laughs> we were We were all being... Captivated by the dog. Well, thank you, Schlotsky. I appreciate it. Do drugs and stay out of school. <laughs> no, no, I'm a nerd. I love school, so. I mean, not like high school, grade school. Those sucked. I love college. I was one of those really annoying people that sat up front and like answered all the professor's questions, drank my coffee. Now I didn't go, I didn't go, uh, to class like until like noon or one or anything. Like I've had early classes. I wasn't there, which by the way, the other night on the stoner cast, I didn't get a chance to tell my story when I was on Jason society stoner cast. Uh, we, we got off on, on some other topic. And I was going to tell a story because like the funniest pot story I have is probably um, I'm sitting in the front of the class and it's like, it's like a government class, right? It's like a 4,000 level class. And like, I'm just captivated by this shit. The, the professor like already knew that I could name, you know, like cabinet secretaries going back administrations before I was born. And <laughs> So, like, I'm sitting there high as fuck. Because I, I'd get, like, blasted and go to class, drink my coffee. It was always, you know, the first class of the day would be at noon or whatever. And, like, I'm sitting there and it's, it's late in the afternoon. And, and some other dude comes in and, like, he's also blasted. But clearly not handling. He's not handling it as well as I am. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm, I'm probably older. Like, I went back to school later on in life, so I'm, I'm older I, I can handle myself. This dude's probably, you know, 19 or 20 and fucking never been high before and lets everybody fucking know it. But, like, the, the professor called him out in front of the class and I swear to God, I almost been like, I'm high as fuck. Do you want to call me? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm acing this class. <laughs> Answering all the questions and shit. Come on. I didn't, though, just because, like, I was already in enough trouble with the college. I was in a lot of trouble with my college. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, one time they had to call some officials on on me. And when, like, the dean of students or whatever came in, like, it's like, oh, I didn't realize it was you. Hold on. And apparently he was trying to stop whatever the fuck was getting ready to come down on me, but he couldn't. 
Yeah, and sometimes, like, you know, I get high and I ramble. But I'm getting ready to dump you guys at somebody else's channel. I'm on Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. We do a couple hours of the news. Friday nights, we do the Friday Night Freak Show at 10 p.m. Eastern. That's what, 7 Pacific. This week, I've got my special co-host. My co I said it funny. My special co-host. Hilda Beast will be here with me. We do stupid stories, funny shit, weird videos. It's the Freak Show. Freak Show. If you're watching on Twitch, let me find a channel to raid. Uh, I don't know if uh, uh, Local Love is on. Local Love Beyond. We'll go head over to Echoplex. Apparently, we're a little early. So, if you're watching on Twitch, we're going to head over to Igloo. Go ahead, light one up, tip one bag. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.